Yes. I am thrilled by it. I am relieved by it. <laughs> yes, it was a very long week. So I'm glad it's all over and we can move forward and do, look forward, hopefully, to coming together. Yeah. and Just like not, okay. yeah. I, I just feel like a weight has been lifted. <laughs> and it is. There is a lightness about all of us, and I feel like a weight has been lifted. Yeah, and then, but then, friggin', this is 2020, you know, in a, in a nutshell, this is 2020. They give us the election, we have a, our first female vice president, like all of that kind of stuff, and then I wake up this morning, and freaking Alex Trebek died. The, the American staple that is Alex Trebek. The like, American huh? staple from Canada. From Canada. <laughs> we love the Canadians. Oh, yes, we do. They are our emotional support Canadians. <laughs> if you have not received yours, one will be assigned to you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was my favorite meme this week. That was my, or I think it was a tweet. That was my favorite one this week. Yeah. It was like, if you have not received your emotional support Canadian, one will be assigned to you. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I have so many great memories of watching Jeopardy and it was a daily ritual. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like when I heard he was only 80, I was like, what? Because <laughs> I feel like he's been around for 80 years. Or, or timeless. He's kind of timeless. He's timeless. And right? he yeah. almost looked exactly the same. Yeah. The rudeness. He almost looked exactly the same for his entire situation. Mm -hmm. So yeah, except he just, yeah, like he literally only got different looking because when he had cancer, he got kind of puffy and that, yeah. that's about it. He looked exactly the same since like the seventies, dude. I know, really, seriously. What a treasure. What a treasure. I wonder, but, are they still going to do this show without him? How can yeah, they? How could you, you could, you can't, you can't do it. Because well, they did do Price is Right. Bob Barker didn't die when he retired, you know, he was still alive for a little bit, but. True. I don't watch The Price is Right, though, like no. now. I mean, I did, like, my grandma and I used to watch it um, with Bob Barker, but not with Drew Carey. No. Oh, no. No. And I, I watch Jeopardy almost every day. I lived with my grandma starting when I was 10, and I probably watched... 95% of the Jeopardies that came out with my grandma in that 18 year span. So. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Hugo's got a lot to say about it too. Would you stop? Anywho. You know who's really in charge. It oh, is Hugo. It's, it's Hugo. It's 100% Hugo. Mm. Lord. But yeah, so, you know, 2020 just continues. continues. Yeah, someone said that um, they thought that that SNL sketch was cursed because Sean Connery and Alex Trebek died the same week. Yeah, yeah, I know. Or within a week. Yeah. I, he was 90. I was like, damn, I didn't know that Sean Connery, I mean, I thought Sean Connery one was older, but then also was like, oh, I didn't realize he was that old mm -hmm. kind of thing. But yeah, yeah I know. Freaking, doesn't it, it happens in threes though. Who's the other? Oh old no. Who's Somebody's the other gotta go check on Betty White, man. No, oh, it's got, I think it's going to be an old white guy. A man, yeah. And two old white guys. 
in in succession. So, <laughs> oh no, Betty White's fine. Betty White's hanging on. If it is Dick Van Dyke, so help me God, so help me God, <laughs> I oh. will work out. I'll go into mourning. I won't be able to do my job. I won't oh, be no. able to live life. I just won't be able to do it. There will be no. I'll be devastated. It can't oh. be. I don't know why I even spoke that into the universe. Yeah, you shouldn't have done Sorry. that. Take it back. Take it back. I take it back. <laughs> put put the words back in my mouth. I take it back. Don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm stupid. <laughs> but yeah, so that, you know, 2020 is just being 2020, man. I don't know what we're going to do. But I heard, I heard a, um, an interview with an astrologer mm -hmm. and that person said that this current cycle that we entered into the shitty 2020 cycle will end on or around December 19th. So just, I hope so. That sounds great. And she said that 2021 is going to be better. I, you know, I feel like there's only up from here. <laughs> like, really? I mean, horrid. Unless an asteroid hits us, I don't know. Yeah, what it's don't speak that into existence. Truly, <laughs> really? I, I, yeah, I, I, it, it just it can't get worse. I feel like I, I feel like we've done. It has been a lot. It has been a year. Shit has happened. Shit has gone down, and I think we've had enough, and it's done. And December nineteenth would be glorious. That's great. I can, I can wait till then. As long as it doesn't, you know, fuck up some other shit before then. <laughs> I can deal with that. Right. I can deal with it. Well, speaking of typical, typical 2020, my story today is very, very, I feel like 2020. Very, okay. very, very strange, mm -hmm. um, weird, sad, um, no. gross. Yep. Sounds like 2020. Yeah, sounds like 2020 in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, so this is something, so like I know typically we talk about like kind of older stuff because more of our like history is more, you know, um, like full of ghosts and true crime and all of that kind of stuff. But this one actually, this story I have today actually um, just happened so it is pretty new um and i heard about it and i was kind of like what the fuck okay. <laughs> what like uh -oh. i what i you know it's like one of those things where it's like you had to almost like you're glad you didn't experience it obviously like once i you're gonna be very glad but uh -huh. but it's like you almost like can't believe it and you're wondering if somebody made this up like it's uh -huh. so sad and so bizarre that it's just very 2020. Oh gosh um, okay. So this is about Elizabeth Torben. Torben? Torben. I'm gonna go Torben. I think. Okay. Um and she is, lived in Laplace. So this happened in October. So Elizabeth okay. was a 31 year old um tattoo artist that okay. lived in Laplace. Um, she recently became the guardian of sorts to her 15-year-old sister, Hattie, okay. which I noted, I freaking love that name. I love, oh my God, I love that name. I yes. love any name that's given to yeah. someone that's like, should be an old lady in like yeah. a mozo or a house coat or something. Yeah. Love it. Love and it. And it seemed adorable. Mm -hmm. um, 
so Elizabeth really took to the role of um, this new parental figure for her sister. They shared a mother, um, and so they were half-sisters, and they, they shared a mom, and she um, really kind of leaned into this new role, and she enrolled her in school, made sure they got a new nice house for her to, to live in and, and be comfortable in, and like a home base kind of thing. So like, uh -huh. things were kind of like really looking up for this sister duo. Um, and she, Elizabeth had gone to a family reunion type of thing um, earlier in, um, in early October. And she had told everybody, her dad was there included. And um, she had told everybody like how happy she was and how great things were going and how she had um, like a job and her sister, a new house. And she had a boyfriend that actually like she loved a lot and treated her better than anyone she'd ever dated kind of thing. Oh, wow. Okay. She was talented. She was happy. She was like all of these, all, you know, all things were, were pretty good for an October in 2020. Okay. So a few weeks later on the afternoon of October 25th. So this is really, like I said, really recent, a couple of weeks ago, um, on October 25th, St. John the Baptist Parish police, the sheriff department, um, of St. John the Baptist Parish was called out to a fairway drive Laplace home. And it was Elizabeth's home. They found Elizabeth dead and her boyfriend's two siblings injured. Oh. Yeah. Down the street in a neighbor's garage, um, they found the body of Elizabeth's sister, Hattie. Oh, no. Down the street? Down the street. Yeah. That was the other part. I was like, oh. I don't. I, didn't, I like want, I read on it. I kept reading, but I was like, I don't know if I want to keep reading how this went yeah. down. Okay. Um, so the same day, that same day on, on um, the 25th, it was a Sunday, um, the sheriff's department arrested 23-year-old Oscar Urias, Elizabeth's boyfriend, for the murders of Elizabeth and her sister. Um, chef, sheriff, chef. <laughs> I was just watching WYS cooking, so it's it's in my brain. Um, okay. Sheriff Mike Traeger um, commented and said this was a vicious attack. This is probably the top worst that I've seen in my 32 years of law enforcement. Oh, wow. That's not good. Yeah. That's a statement. Like when somebody that's been in the police department for that long, even if it's a small town, like you have to, you've seen something like, you know, oh, like sure. shit's gone down. It's, you know, we're humans and we suck. Like something has gone down, you know, yeah. so for that to be like the worst, it was just not great. I could, so yeah. Earlier, um, before the boyfriend was arrested, um, a neighbor had called the police after finding um, Urias in his garage standing over the curled up body of Hattie. Oh no. In a neighbor's garage. No. Oh, yeah. Urias had armed himself with a machete-like knife and violently killed Elizabeth Torrenbin, injuring his two teenage siblings who tried to intervene and then chased down Hattie after she had escaped the house. He found her in the neighbor's garage and slashed her to death with the machete and her screams were so loud that they attracted the attention of the homeowner who said he found Urias standing over Hattie with blood dripping down his face. Oh God. Can you imagine? Yeah. Like you're Keep just, your emotion. it's a yeah. Sunday afternoon. Like right. you're probably like doing laundry, right? you know, like doing the normal things and you hear somebody yeah. screaming in your garage. So yeah. the home the neighbor, the homeowner actually said, I looked him in the eyes and he looked like the devil. Ugh. Like, Terrifying. Oh God! In your garage, this man that looks like the devil. So Urias was arrested 
um, and booked with two counts of first degree murder and two counts of attempted first degree murder after he confessed to the killing of his girlfriend, Elizabeth, and her sister. And he tried to kill his siblings. Yeah, so huh. they intervened, yeah. What so, in the world? Something noted, the home was such like a horrible scene that onlookers and NOLA.com reported that um, a company called Extreme Extreme Cleaners was called in because there was so much blood in the okay. front of the house. So they had to scrub the blood from the sidewalk as well as the blood dripping from around the door frame and down the front step. Oh my God. So the violent attack was said to have started around 4.30 in the afternoon, that Sunday afternoon. All five of them, so Elizabeth, her sister Hattie, Oscar Urias, and his two siblings who were visiting him from Baton Rouge that weekend. What, oh, like, you're just visiting and all of a sudden, like, your brother goes on this, like, violent rampage. Ugh. So the five of them were in the house. I would assume either just finished watching a Saints game or getting ready to watch a Saints, like just a normal freaking Sunday and like nobody expects this. So all five of them were in the living room when um, Oscar Urias and Elizabeth began to argue. According to authorities, Urias went into the bedroom and Elizabeth followed him and then emerged very quickly after. Like she walked into the room and then came right back out. So Urias then followed her uh, followed her out of the like followed out of the room behind her carrying two knives and wearing a red colored devil mask what what happened in that room I don't know like it's whatever the argument was about like what so and I was gonna say like I'll say this later but drug use is like drug misuse is expected in this but I'm like what were you on like bath salts like that's the what was happening here and so it's eat like I mean you have to be deranged on drugs some like a psychopath or all three of them at the same time to like carry out this brutal murder yeah it sounds like he had a little bit of all that for sure like but then it's also, it's just weird to me because she like sang his praises a couple of weeks before. So it's like, what happened? And she had told everybody that. So I think that they, I, I believe I had read something. Um, they had interviewed her dad and I believe that he said that they had been dating for like six months or eight months or something like that. And she like, it was, she said it was great. She told everybody, her friends, her family, they like, told everybody how great it was. And then wow. all of a sudden this happens. Wow. It's like, my mind was blown. Like I was like, yeah. what happened? In the world? Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So he, he followed her carrying two knives and, a, and ha was wearing a red colored devil mask. Also, cool. why did he have knives in his bedroom? Like what? There's a lot of questions here. They were also machete-like knives, which I don't really know what that means. Like, I know what a machete is, but, it, like, is it a smaller version of a machete? I'm not really sure. But right. Machete's pretty long. Machetes are pretty big. Yeah. Everything, everything in all the reports said machete-like. So I don't know, but I would assume... I don't know. It would have to be that big. I don't know. I have no idea. I, knives aren't my knives, guns, all of that stuff. That's just not my thing. Um, I have one large, like butcher knife kind of thing for cooking, and that is as far as that goes. Um, so who knows? 
Also, like, I get that it was close to Halloween, but why do you just have a red-colored devil mask? Like, why is that just a thing that's laying around? And if this is a bedroom you shared together, why are there knives and a mask in your bedroom? That's what I'm saying. Like, what? Like, not, it doesn't really scream romance or anything to me. Like, I don't know. Maybe she didn't know it was in there. Maybe that's why she, like, came out so quickly, because she was like, oh, shit. He, like, just yeah. has knives up in here. Like, okay. Yeah, right. Um, you know, like, I, I would have been like, what the fuck is happening? Um, so he comes out of the room with the machete-like knives, and he begins to brutally attack Elizabeth. Whoa. With knives. So whatever they were arguing about. He just came out full, brain, yeah, full his, on. Yeah, and his brain escalated, and he was just like, this is go time. I'm taking you out kind of thing. Wow. And I just like, I can't, that's like, that's the thing that makes me so sad. Cause if she really was like happy and thought this was a good relationship, like I feel like even drugged out you has had to have thought about this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I yes. mean, I'm not, I guess like, you know, if you're not in your right mind, you can't explain what's going on in your brain, but it's just like, I have to feel like, you had some sort of thought about it. like this wasn't just like a new thing that you like walked in and was like oh yeah i have these two knives let me like murder all murder this. everybody yeah i don't know not saying that it was premeditated but like because it sound it does sound like like a drug induced or some or, or you know whatever it is but it's like no to come full out like just to like walk out of a room and go stab somebody suddenly that had yeah that ain't right. Something, some, some pre-thought process. Yeah. I don't know. Like maybe he always like fantasized about killing people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if he, he was something. I think look back at the childhood and if he did stuff to animals and like all of that kind of stuff when he was a kid. Yeah. I don't care how good you think he is. There, that person's it's a psycho. No. Psychopath. No. That's exactly no. how Dexter started. All of the worst all, ones. Yeah, all that's like all that's like a like check check box like thing yes. of serial killers. Like they have yes. harmed animals and other things in their childhood. So yes. you gotta look back. I mean, in my opinion, he was only twenty three, so that's still a child to me. <laughs> Pretty young, but you know, because I didn't yeah. know what the shit I was doing at twenty three. But well, uh, you didn't come out and I did not know. I <laughs> don't know what. I, <laughs> there's a joke that like my niece wants to learn how to use a gun or whatever. And I'm like, she's the last person, like oh, me, yeah. her, my mom, like there's just certain people that should just never use weapons. Yes. Like, never use weapons. <laughs> like, there are just certain people where I'm like, if someone's attacking me, then it's my time. It's my time because I can't, I should not be, yeah. I should not be trusted. Right. With I know. Yeah. So, Anyway, whatever the story was with the knives, I don't know. I just feel like if somebody brings knives into the home that look like that, that's not like a collector or something, I've got questions. Like, I'm going to question that situation. But I digress. So um, during, while he was attacking Elizabeth, his two siblings tried to stop him. So that is how they got kind of in the line of fire. So he ends up 
seriously injuring his sister and I couldn't find anything more about her. I knew she was in the ICU, but I don't think she passed away or anything. Like I don't think, uh, cause he's only charged with two counts of murder. So I, I think she survived, but apparently he attacked her so badly that she was in the ICU. Wow. Um, the brother and Hattie ended up escaping. So when I guess when they realized like they weren't going to stop him, um, they ended up escaping. So, but Urias, Oscar Urias followed right behind them. So that's terrifying too, to have a man chasing you with a a machete. It's a horror movie. It's it's like, what is it? Jason? Isn't that the one with the mask and the knife thingy or whatever? I don't watch watch scary movies. (laughs) I don't like that. Well, whatever. (laughs) The guy with the mask. And he's mask on and he had a double mask on. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. That's so scary. It's terrifying. I would have pooped my pants like I don't even know what I would have done um I don't even think I would have been smart like I give the brother and Hattie so much credit for like even thinking of fleeing because I don't know if I even would have like I don't know what I would have done in that situation like watching my sister be like brutally attacked like I don't I don't know what I would have like I give them so much credit because that's like brave that's so brave and like so the brother ends up flagging down a car, like a passerby. Could you imagine being in a car too? No. And coming down your street to go home on a Sunday afternoon and there's a man in the middle of the road with a machete and a devil mask? No, 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 no. This is Laplace, not some backwoods like situation. Like what's happening? I mean, but it's like, Oh. No, I cannot imagine. No, I'd be like, is this? A, I would think it was a joke. Like, is this? I would. Like a I Halloween? would not, because it was hot. Yeah, because it was right. so close to Halloween. I would have not taken. I don't know if I would have like thought seriously about it. Like, yeah. I don't. I would have been like, oh, that person's weird. They're in the middle of the street at four thirty right. on a Sunday. Right. You know, it's like you coming like, back. That's not funny, guys. Like, stop joking around. <laughs> Like you coming back from like Home Depot or Bed Bath and Beyond, like doing your Sunday stuff, and then oh, you come on your street, and there's a man in a devil mask with a machete, oh. with two machetes. He'd want to be tanned. I don't. I don't. I just. I can't. So the brothers, awesome, flags down a car. This is when like a lot of the nine like the nine one one calls start happening. So he flags on a car, but Hattie tries to go find somewhere to hide. Well, unfortunately, um, she goes about like four houses down, I think, or like around the corner or something. And but Urias followed her. Like so, I don't know. Like I, I, something in his brain was more about Hattie and her, I mean, Elizabeth and her sister Hattie than like his siblings. So that's the other reason why I'm like, even if it was drug induced or what, or psychosis or whatever it was, you had a vendetta against these two people and not against, like, it wasn't just a, you're going to kill anybody kind of thing. Like he ran specifically after Hattie and followed yeah. her into right. the garage. So, which, and I think if I were Hattie and I was running that far, like that's pretty far to run and yeah. go hide. I would, I would too think, okay, I'm safe. I can just go hundred percent. Somebody 100%. will help me or I don't know. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think I, I am definitely of the personality, I guess you could say, that would be causing so much commotion by yes. my screaming that I think the entire neighborhood would have known something was going down. Like the entire, I would have like been knocking on every door. Yes. Exactly. 
flailing, screaming, like yes. oh, there's no way I would have been able to hide because I just would have been screaming <laughs> like totally. a mad person, uh, being followed by a mad person with a machete. Poor Hattie. Um, only, I mean, she was only 15. Like, so you don't know what to do then. And then the person who's living with your, you know, is older than you and, but is like with your parental guardian kind of thing. Like, how, ugh, I, well, I, and I, you just saw your sister murdered in front of you. I can't, I don't even know. I, that's, that's the other thing. It's like, I, that's why I give her so much credit for even running because it's like, if I just watched my sibling be brutally attacked in front of me, like, I don't know what I would have been able to do. I, I, I have no idea. I give her so much credit because at 15, I don't, I don't know what I would have done at 15. Good Lord. Um, so he began to attack her in the neighbor's garage and the neighbor who is inside of his house with his wife and two grandchildren, two and seven, Oh no, babies. Mm. Yeah, inside with his grandchildren, heard screams, like in his, like, uh, uh, like somewhere, heard screams. So he goes out into his garage and sees Oscar Urias, who's no longer wearing the devil mask. So at least you didn't open your door to like a devil man with a machete. Oh but he thought that Urias was trying to steal something. So I'm oh. like, he, so yeah, so he's like, I, he goes out, he thinks he's trying to steal something, but then he sees, because Urias is covered in blood, like, oh. he, he realizes that he's covered in blood, he's like, this is obviously not what's happening, so Urias goes to swing one of the knives at the neighbor. Oh my god. The neighbor tries to get back in his house, he gets, like, and he closes the door, like, he gets back and closes the door, but Urias is like, banging on the door he's oh growling oh he's growling in the door okay began trying to kick the door like all of this stuff trying to trying to gain entry oh my god this is the part that really guts me because like not only did this happen in your garage but like so the neighbor says when Urias couldn't get into the house, he stopped trying to. Like when he realized he wasn't going to get back in, he stopped trying to. And the neighbor heard him go back to basically attacking Hattie. So you could hear him through the door attacking this poor girl in his garage. Like whatever. And he, he said the la one, of the, one of the things he heard was Hattie, Hattie tell Oscar Urias, you're going to kill me. Oh my God. And like. Yeah, like screamed it at and him. And that poor man is trying to protect his grandkids and like. He's got two grandkids and his wife inside on a Sunday afternoon. Like who? So eventually oh the sounds of the hacking and stuff stop. Oh and my gosh. Yeah, eventually it stops. And the neighbor, I guess like in a kitchen window or wherever the garage was through, like while still holding the door, could see, could see Urias leave the garage. So when he looks, he sees that he has human intestines around his neck. I can't, mm. yeah. like, I, we have to pause because like, I can't even like. Strolling down the street with this poor this girl. He's obviously not a human being at this point. No, no, he's a crazed monster. And the neighbor, the poor neighbor said, he said, the only thing I regret was not being able to save her. I didn't oh. know, I didn't know she was only 15. Well, even still, like, what could you have done? This guy was going to kill you too. I know. I, I, 
that that like really that part like really guts me too because he probably had never like really interacted with this girl and you like what he started trying to attack the neighbor so it's like the neighbor has to think about you know his family oh. that died and it's just and That's... then forever that happened in your garage yeah. like that yeah, I might have to move. I would have to move. I, I don't think I could stay in that neighborhood anymore. I don't, okay? I I don't think I... Every time you leave your door, you're going to think about that. Yeah, go in your garage and go in your, go to get in your car. Like, you're okay. going to look at the spot where you saw her lying down, lying on the ground. Yeah, yeah. And Your it, home is a crime scene. Your home is a crime scene because, yeah, it, I mean, once he left the thing, like, the police weren't necessarily there at that time yet. They, you know, so it's like, she was there in your garage for a little it's just That's all around so yeah. horrible um so many so, people affected by this I one psycho also they had only lived at that laplace house for like a month before the murders happened so it's like you don't even know these people like you don't know your neighbors you don't know mm. like anything like that like you'd only been there for a month mm. um so just to like kind of end it he's currently being held without bond because he's considered too dangerous mm -hmm. yeah um and that's all the information that they have now i tried to look up some other stuff but because it happened so um so little time ago um nothing's really happened yet but i can't imagine that i can't imagine that he's gonna go to trial because what how could you defend like how, I, I don't there's no way so it's not going to be it's i think it's going to be a short situation um yeah hopefully for you know the families and and all of that i mean luckily his siblings got out you know not unscathed they were both injured but um you know they got out alive at least but then they're gonna have to deal with watch like knowing that they watched that happen and that their brother did that in front of them and and yeah it could have been them and it could have, you know, like all of that kind of stuff. I don't even know like how, I, I don't they, think a lot of therapy needs to go happen to all these poor people. I, I, I just, yeah. And it's not, you know, like Elizabeth, you know, was taken and Hattie has another side of her family too, because they didn't share a dad. So they have two different sides, you know, it's just, and then the poor That's mom, terrible. and it's like, and, and we don't really know what that story was about, like how Hattie came to like live with her, uh, oh. be with her kind of thing, but. That is very sad. That's, it, it, it was like, it, it's such a bizarre yeah. turn of events, like to go from a couple of weeks before she's telling people how happy she is and like all of that, to like, two weeks later you, you're murdered basically like in a horror movie uh, it's, totally. it's just super super insane and either he went crazy and and had a break or what like a mental break or something or he is a psychopath or sociopath or whichever one is the emotional one and just mimicked emotions of like a good person I don't know. They said that, drug, like I said, they said drug use, like it was considered to be the product of drug use, but like. Well, I guess, you know, like if people have a latent psychological problem, yeah. drug use can make it worse. Yeah. So yeah. 
I'm sure, like you said earlier, he probably had a combination of all of these things. Right. right. And it just blew up. I mean, and I'm wondering, is he still acting crazy now? Or is he just like a regular guy again? All they said was he's being held without bond because he's considered dangerous, too dangerous to be like even given the opportunity to go out on bond. Does he have a cellmate? I feel bad for his cellmate. I hope he's in isolation. I have a feeling definitely like the first, wherever he was before he was processed into jail, um, I'm sure he was by himself. I'm, 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 I'm sure he was also in that little like chair thing that like straps them. Like a little no, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, I used to watch a lot of Lock Up, but, um, <laughs> but there's, there's like a chair when like certain people like either spit at them or kick or whatever, they like strap them in this chair kind of thing and then right. put them in a room facing the wall. It's very intense, but um, which also well, makes me go crazy, but well, he has prison reform is too much for this one little episode. <laughs> I think so. I mean, yes. <laughs> Prison reform is not something that we want to cover. wearing human entrails, I don't think that's the right <laughs> yeah. time. Uh, but uh, yeah. I would assume he is, um, they moved him, I did read that, they moved him to like an undisclosed location. So I don't know why they did, like a jail, like they didn't tell anybody which jail they took him to, essentially. So once he was like booked and processed, so... I mean, he might, I don't know where he would be. This reminds me of like those 70s serial killers that you hear about, like Richard Chase. Yeah. Or Richard Ramirez, the ones that just like really went. Yeah, the Ramirez one, yeah. Yeah. That really like didn't just kill somebody, but like kill people. Yeah, like nature, yeah. Yeah. Even like some of the Zodiac killings too were like really brutal um stabbings and stuff so yeah I don't know I just I send so many positive vibes the the interview with her dad Elizabeth's dad was just like gut-wrenching like so he doesn't he doesn't live in the state either so he's out of town and he's like he that was I think the thing in October was like the first time he'd seen his daughter like in a while because of COVID and travel like and then also like they don't live in the same state so it's not like they see each other all the time and then like he didn't know that was going to be the last time he saw her it's just like so devastating and the whole thing is just so so devastating and sad and but I can't imagine to the people of Laplace because that like it is a smaller town and you know you tend to know people or you Definitely. know friends of a friends of people and so I'm sure lots of people knew these I these know. people. I know. So I, I don't even I, I don't even I don't even yeah. know what to do. Um I don't know. It's a horrible it's horrible thing and it's um but it was such a crazy story. Um that I knew I wanted to cover it and, um, you know, talk about it. Hopefully we'll get some more information. I can't imagine, like I said, I can't imagine he would go to trial for this. Like he's not going to plead guilty. I mean, he already confessed to doing it. So that's how they have all the information and stuff. So I think it's going to be an open and shut kind of, kind of case, which is good for the families. They can yeah. Because you can't have, they can't like bury them or anything until all of that's over. So, I don't know. All right. So, it dep- I think it depends. Like, I, I, I don't think if the body is evidence, I don't think you can do that. 
I don't know. I might be making well, it. Who knows? We'll keep us up to date on it. I will. I will. And I also wanted to um, shout out, we got a, um, a lovely listener email oh. from Laura from Philadelphia. And I just want to shout out Laura for being a listener. She hey, Laura. seems lovely and she listens from Philadelphia. She's not from New Orleans, but she visited here and she loves it a whole lot. And so she found our podcast to kind of, you know, live in New Orleans, essentially, you know, awesome. vicariously. So yeah, welcome. Yeah. Welcome, Laura. Um, and anyone else we love hearing from our listeners. And she also gave us um, a good story idea. So hopefully oh, we'll be able to, to bring that, um, bring Laura's uh, story idea. It's one that we've talked about before. So I think, um, I think it's one that will be easy for us to cover because we've talked about covering it. Okay. Um, so it's going to be fun. So yeah, shout out to Laura and all of our other listeners. Um, but yeah, and if you want to email us, you can email us at bigeasyspirits at gmail.com. You can find us on social media at Big Easy Spirits. Uh, and our website is bigeasyspiritspodcast.com. That's how you get in touch with us. That's where we are. It comes right to us. I read it and read them all. Um, so what's going on? Um, I don't know. Not a whole lot. You know, it's just been a uh tumultuous been a been a mirror been a minute i mean not to not to date our episode but we're getting a new president yes and i'm ecstatic stay safe stay safe and don't do drugs oh god don't do drugs yeah (laughs) it's not drugs are bad what did what did Nancy what did Nancy Reagan say? Just say no. Oh. <laughs> Just pull a Nancy. Just say no. My favorite episode of Different Strokes. Yes. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah. So stay safe. Comment. Let us know what you thought. Listen to some other episodes. Email us if you have any stories you want us to cover or look into. BigEasySpirits at gmail.com. And until next week, cheers. Cheers.